0: Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. Not going to believe this, we recorded probably 20 minutes of the show. And good old dummy old me, didn't turn the microphones on. So we're going to try and re-record the first 20 minutes of the show again. Um so what we are talking about. So we, we, we went on vacation, just got back. Went up to New Jersey, and first of all, traffic sucks, and I don't know why it sucks. Like they're redoing a lot of ninety-five; they got express lanes, but there's still the bottlenecks in certain places. Now the bottlenecks are different than they used to be years ago. No, are you, are you taking the turnpike up, or are you taking? So we did take the turnpike, but the parts that were the worst, like honestly, most of the turnpike was free and clear. Yeah, um, two eighty-seven got a little backed up. Um, which for those that don't know, 287 is the um, road that connects 95 to 87 on the New York side. Um, It takes you around New York City, though, so you don't have to go through it. Um, Usually not a bad road traffic-wise. And then we took I-80 west, so moving away from, like, Newark. Mm -hmm. Um, We just hit pockets of traffic. Like, when Google Maps, like, we thought four, four and a half hours. We usually try and add like 30 minutes because we're driving a 35-foot Class A RV. And I'm never going the speed limit. I'm usually... I, I'll max out that thing at like 64. Okay. Anything over 64 gets a little squirrely, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but we we just... We were hitting traffic at five and a half hours. Yeah. We added like an extra hour to that ride. Um, which... I guess is what, when you're traveling, is what it is. You get there when you get there, right? So mm-hmm. but anyway, so we go up to New Jersey, and we were supposed to see uh, friends of ours that we try and see every year, and then my wife's cousin and the cousin's mother and father, so my, my wife's aunt and uncle. The cousin and the husband got COVID, so they were out. They had to cancel. The aunt and the uncle, they're like, well, we've been exposed. We don't want to expose you, so... We- we can't see you either. So that day got was a bust. And then the friends, their daughter plays travel softball. Um, They had a game the Sunday before we got there. That game got rained out. And so got rescheduled for the day we were supposed to meet up with them. So that day was blown. So mm-hmm. we're only there for five days. Right. And we only had the plans for two days. The rest of which is going to be time spent doing whatever. So those two days are gone. So the, all the people we were going to go up see, we didn't see. Now, luckily though, my my wife's other cousin on her dad's side, uh, they were bought a house up in um, up in north east kind of Pennsylvania, like the rural part of Pennsylvania. Okay, right on the border of New York, at the Delaware River. Okay, um, and it was nice to see them. The house is beautiful. They're going to use it like an Airbnb. Because so I guess there's a, a concert venue up there. Bell, Bell. Yeah,
1: bell I'm
0: something. actually
1: pulling it up on the map just so I can kind of just see what uh, you're yeah. um, talking about. Because I know, like, that part of Pennsylvania, Yeah. Um, like, people actually, like, like it's almost becoming a uh, a distant suburb of New York. So I asked her how far away, because they live in Brooklyn. Okay. And it's, she said it was two hours from them. Yeah, so you're talking like Stroudsburg, like that? That sounds familiar. Yeah, there's like Stroudsburg, and that's up in northeastern PA. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Delaware Water Gap is a area, Milford, PA. Port Jarvis, I think that's New York, but it's right in that area, Port so. Jar- Port J- Port Jervis, Port Jer- Jervis, yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay, because like there there are people that work for like FDNY, yeah, who don't who only have to be at work you know a couple days a week that will live that far out.
0: Yeah, um, we. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the map now too. I'm up for some I suck at looking at maps. Like I'm literally like up in min, middle New York right now with the map. I'm, you're like at the Finger Lakes yeah I'm, I'm i'm way up there <laughs> um so we took 80 but anyway nice place beautiful house right on a right on a little creek river thing there they're going to turn it into a nice bread and back uh airbnb type place um but we so we end up going to uh Going out for lunch, right? Mm-hmm. I and it was funny. Part was as we're driving through, we're noticing like there seems to be a lot of hipster things going on here, like in the middle of in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania and New York. It's like hipsters took over the place. Like one of the places, it was it was a uh, a renovated firehouse
1: mm-hmm.
0: with like, but it wasn't a firehouse. Right? It, it, this was like... I mean, the facade was the old firehouse. Inside, looked nothing like a firehouse.
1: Right. There's probably no fire truck in there.
0: None. No, like, not, no
1: fire truck booth for the kids to sit in? No,
0: not even a relic. <laughs> not not even, like, one of the old ones from the scrapyard. None of that. Yeah. Like, so, it wasn't too hipster, because a hipster one would have had one.
1: Where You yeah. probably
0: could have eaten lunch inside the old fire engine. Mm-hmm. They would have hollowed it out. You know, it would have been something like that. Now, this had, like... It was weird. They, it had, like, a... Uh, like a Knights of the round table, like, uh, not a round table, but like a really, really long dining table, like a reclaimed dining table. Mm-hmm. Um, it had like the throne chairs that you could sit in and, um, and it was all and the hipster part of it was like, it was in the middle of nowhere serving like small plates and tapas food. Right. Like most of the people out there probably want steaks, burgers, yeah, like these are foreign people, mm-hmm. right? They don't farm food. No, apparently it's not. Apparently it's hipsters because <laughs> the other place we went to was on a farm, and it was the reclaimed barn. Oh, like which seems to be the trend nowadays?
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure it had the the lights with the the clear lights strung around, and yeah,
0: you can see the filaments on the inside.
1: I've never been there. I could probably draw you a picture of it, and probably be pretty much dead on.
0: Like, I'll, I'll, let me let me let me paint you. Let me mentally give you the picture and see if, what comes to mind for you. So, the barn doors are off. It's mm-hmm. open to the outside to inside. It's, it's like the indoor-outdoor living now. Yeah. The the beams are exposed. Rustic. rustic. Floor's concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the wooden floor anymore. The tables; it's communal seating.
1: Is sit it. like strangers?
0: Yeah. Like, strangers could be sitting next to you. Oh, no thanks. At the other end of the table. Yeah. <laughs> Half the people are outside. Half the people are inside. And then there's like a separate seating area down down the the hill a little bit, where there's more of the 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 string lighting, mm-hmm. and and just random type of seats out there. Like they didn't buy it from the uh, the restaurant superstore. Yeah, where you get like the the square tables and and cheap ass chairs. It's like all reclaimed. They pulled them out of dumpsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or they paid someone who does. Like they probably paid someone three hundred dollars a chair. For some old like metal frame chair, yeah,
1: or they're brand new. They just made them look like crap, right? They scraped <laughs> them up, um,
0: and yeah, you know, the the food. It, you go to a barn, like if you're in a barn, what type of food do you think? I'm thinking like chicken wings and French fries. It's like and, cattle, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go eat a cow. I'm yeah. gonna eat, you know I'm gonna eat some some steer. Yeah, right. No, this is like the beer cheese pretzel. <laughs> with the special mustard that can't just be regular mustard. stone
1: ground artisan mustard. Yes. It
0: it can't just be regular. It can't be spicy mustard. It can't be French's spicy mustard. or Or yellow mustard or regular, like, Velveeta cheese dip that, you know, that people would actually like. (laughs) Like, the pretzel itself tasted good, but I tried the cheese, like, the beer cheese dip. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Beer cheese to me tastes like crap. Stop doing that with cheese. Yeah. Beer and cheese don't go together. Yeah. I mean, you can eat beer. Separately. You can yeah. eat cheese and drink beer. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Tastes great. Right. The But the beer cheese combination in a liquid form tastes like ass to me. Stop doing it. Because <laughs> then you make the pretzel taste like ass. Right. So this otherwise good pretzel just tastes like garbage to Perfectly me. Perfectly just minding its own
1: business. Decent yeah.
0: pretzel. Yeah. So I just stopped dipping it in anything. Right. The, the the mustard was too much spice, not enough flavor. Like it. It literally just tasted like I'm eating. You ever peppers. see the
1: you get the mustard at those places and like. So I'm thinking like you know like Dijon mustard, mm-hmm. or Goldens, yeah, yeah, or French is just yellow mustard. Put Great. on a cheap hot dog, at Great Poupon, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But this mustard, you look at it, it, it almost has the consistency of like caviar. Right. What so the hell is this?
0: To me, it looks like someone didn't, just didn't grind up the mustard. Right. Seed too lazy enough? to finish it. Yeah. Right. They're going to charge
1: me extra for it because <laughs> right. it's artisanal. Exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> it's special now. Yeah. Because someone couldn't grind for five yeah. more minutes.
1: Right. Or they Or at all. Right. That or at all. Right.
0: <laughs> just giving me the seeds.
1: Yeah. Like what, the the next steps would be like, yeah, there's a mustard plant out there. Right. Go Dude. shake it.
0: <laughs> and here we like to give you the the proper experience of grinding your own mustard right get the fuck out of here
1: we're gonna charge you extra yeah (laughs) you're gonna charge me where's where's our tip for for the for the for processing your mustard like you want me to go in the back and cook the damn thing too (laughs) right (laughs) and then but of course
0: you know we went to the place that has the pretentious food and the cook called in sick so the only thing they had was the pretzels and a charcuterie board although (laughs) <laughs> the charcuterie board. So you essentially had a Lunchable. Right. <laughs> well, we didn't get the charcuterie board. Oh. And here's why, though. Because of the eight meats and, like, five cheeses that they normally have available, mm-hmm. they had two meats and one cheese. So, well, b- bologna so,
1: and American cheese. So it it's literally like, was, hey, it's I, like
0: jail. It was literally a Lunchable at that point. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and, and then... It wasn't even ready. Like she had to go back and like she had to go prepare all of it. What what? Put it on the thing? Like did no one obviously no one did food prep today. So now I'm going to wait 30 minutes. Well, you know, meanwhile, we've already decided because we just found out that none this place doesn't have any food other than these two things. We had already decided that we were just going to go to the we were going to go to that firehouse mm-hmm. to get actual lunch. So now at this point, we're already we're already 41. Right? So we're already kind of on the late end for lunch. Now we find out the place we go for lunch doesn't have any food other than the pretzel with the crappy dip and... (laughs) (laughs) And Lunchables. (laughs) And And not even a good Lunchable. Right. right. (laughs) So we're... we're, At this point, we're just like, screw it. (laughs) We're going to eat our pretzel... Forget the charcuterie board. It's not a charcuterie board at this time point. It is a lunchable.
1: <laughs> We're not doing this. Nineteen ninety-five lunchable, <laughs> right? Right. And so you, you would have been better off at Sheets or Wawa. Yes. Getting like the cup with like pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> it, and it, a, it, that was more of a charcuterie <laughs> board at this point.
0: It really was, yeah. um, and it's a dog friendly place, of course, because that's what all of these, yeah, uh, all of these. Um, What's the word before the? Uh, uh, hipster places are—they're all dog friendly, right? So we bring uh, my wife's cousins two dogs. One's super old, the other one, super chill dog. Dog just sits. It's the younger one, seven years old. sits down, chills out, just hanging out. The older one, of course, has some bladder issues. Pees on this concrete floor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Concrete floor. You just wipe it. We they sop it up with some napkins in and a, wipe it with a wet yeah, rag. Barn. In a barn yeah the owner of this place they walked by three times and like scowled at my wife's cousin for allowing the dog to pee in this place to begin with
1: right because she, she was like the dog was like hey let me go out <laughs> Right, now just pee here yeah, yeah she didn't watch her do
0: it <laughs> the dog was peeing while her back was turned right and I mean, she, my fate, like, I was facing toward where the dog peed, and I didn't even... It, it, it was a ninja with the pee. Yeah. Didn't see it happen. But she walked by, like, three times, and the first time she walks by, oh, would you look at this? There's dog pee here.
1: There's dogs everywhere that you invited here.
0: Right. Now, most people would just be like, I'll get a mop, and I'll come clean it up, okay? It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. A- the conversation ended at oh look what happened here the a dog peed on the floor so my wife's cousin gets up oh no, i'll get it sorry about that She completely apologetic yeah like a normal person right i'm so sorry is there a place that can i get some napkins or, or if you give me a wet rag I'll, I'll wipe it up she just the lady just walked away like, they didn't respond to her. So she goes, but my wife's cousin goes, she finds some napkins, she soaks it up, and it's like, and then goes, Can I have a wet rag? I'll clean this up. And eventually, I think they, they gave her one. Like, rather than doing it themselves with a mop, yeah. they let her clean it up. Right. It's like, they gave her the privilege of cleaning up dog pee in their establishment, which they invite dogs to. Right. Like,
1: I, I don't get the whole bring your dog everywhere thing. Yeah. But, um, my dog and I don't exactly have the best relationship. Right, yeah, you, you, <laughs> most,
0: yeah, most people like their dogs. You <laughs> loathe your dog.
1: Like, yeah, he has his redeeming qualities. Um, <laughs> there are few. You uh, like
0: him when he's older and chills out.
1: And that's a Yeah. But even when I ha- like, my previous dog, uh, St. Molly of Arnold, mm-hmm. I didn't bring her everywhere. Yeah, I'm not bringing the dog anywhere. Like, I, I don't... Because then you got to, like, so say I want to drive and I want to stop somewhere that's not dog-friendly. Right. But it's July. I can't. I can't leave it in the car. Oh, God forbid. The, the dog police will come after
0: you. Oh, yeah. You you will be thrown on the throne of Facebook mercy. Yes.
1: Yes. I can't leave it in the car. Nope. So then what am I going to do? With it? So now i got to drive all the way home and drop the dog off, see a dog, and then go back out. No. I, you know, I want my freedom. Right. To be able to do what I want to do without having to deal with this dog. Um, but you see, like, people, but see, like, I guess dog moms and dog dads. like okay. can, can we stop right there for a minute? The
0: the dog mom and dog dad thing, I can't stand that. Me neither. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get it. I mean, you love your dog, but you didn't birth it. You're right? not the dog mom. Right, you know, like, I don't know I You know I, I, This is going to be A very unpopular opinion Because dog people Love their animals They do And if you Maybe I'm a dog mom I take care of it Like a baby Okay it's a dog Right I get it Dogs are lovely I'm a dog person
1: Yeah I, But I, I don't get So when So one of my old bosses When I was Like when we first had kids And like there are other people That I worked with that you know, were talking about the kids and then she would come in and she didn't have any, she would talk about her cats mm. oh my cat today I'm like your cat poops in a box <laughs> if you died your cat would eat your corpse yep. and don't say it wouldn't right. cuz it would mm-hmm. and this this is a child like this is a little human being yes that's going to turn into a like actual person you know and you you can't compare your cat like, I had a cat, and I would leave food. It had, like, this self-feeding thing. <laughs> and the cat was so antisocial, it would, like, hide in the basement. And, like, i go down and, and clean its litter box out and make sure it had food and water. And it would, like, hiss and, like, run away. <laughs> like, this is a perfect relationship. That's not what any of my children did. No. <laughs> I mean, they might be a little feral sometimes, but, <laughs> no. So, yeah, I don't like... I, I can't stand the... the I'm a cat mom. I'm a dog mom. I saw a bumper sticker said, I love my grand dog. Nah, no, that's kind of, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It,
0: <laughs> I, I wonder, and I hope nobody, resp- I hope no one answers this question for me because I, I, don't, I don't need that kind of action, but I wonder if people who, you know, they had dogs, called themselves dog moms and dog dads and all this other stuff, and then they had actual kids do they do they then realize that calling themselves a dog mom might have been the most foolish thing they did ever?
1: Yeah. So, like, what does that
0: realization ever happen?
1: Yeah. Like I remember a conversation I had with a friend of mine before I had kids, and I was talking about the dog, and I was like, "Oh, if anyone hurt my dog, like I don't know what I would do." I and he's like, "What are you gonna do? Like beat him up?" Like, well, I mean, you can't hurt my dog. Like, then I had kids. That dog got demoted hard. <laughs> right. I mean, it was like. sorry dog (laughs) i still like the dog yeah yeah dog was great with the kids like they they would do all kinds of stuff to her and she would just take it and when she got tired of it she just get up and walk away from them Mm -hmm. because they were you know babies they couldn't like chase her right so she would just leave it was perfect um and that was the dog you liked by the way yeah (laughs) yeah um this dog like growls and you know he'll nip and stuff but um, in his defense I'd say, I'm not going to say 99% of the time to hedge my bet. All the time, the kids deserved it. <laughs> right. Like, they were doing something to him, and he's like, nope. And you know what? Good on him. Like, don't do that again. Right. And maybe you'll be more respectful, especially if the dog's a little bit bigger, and can really take a piece out of you. <laughs> um But yeah, they never did it. Like, the dog's never done it, like, been aggressive. It's always been like, you know. No, the, the, the Stop dog. pulling on my ear. Stop trying to like tie my ears in knots. Right. Nip. You're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to give you the love bite.
0: Yeah. You no. Know, it won't
1: break the skin. Yeah. But you'll know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to feel it. Yeah. And you know what? Stupid should hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. That's a stupid yeah. prize. I firmly believe stupid should be painful.
0: Yes. Um. But yeah. So so we're up there. The ridiculous reaction from the lady about the dog peeing. So then we leave, we go to the firehouse place and so no one's telling me like the food that we're, that's going to be at these places. Mm -hmm. So I get to the, I I got to the barn thinking that there's going to be actual food. Of course, the, there probably was, but the, the, the cook didn't show up. So yeah, whatever. Okay. So then we go to the firehouse thing. Now we got a firehouse place in Pasadena up by us that does great breakfast food, like bacon and cheese sandwiches, like good food. Mm -hmm. Right. Mostly, but I think they only do, like, breakfast and some lunch. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, firehouse, great. There's no way they wouldn't serve good food at a firehouse. I stand corrected. <laughs> um, so it was all, like, it was small plates. So it was, like, hummus and vegetables. and Which I like hummus and vegetables. Don't get me wrong. But it had, like, pickled celery.
1: Oh, lovely. It had, <laughs> oh. I,
0: I, I got this thing. The, the most normal thing on the menu to me was, it said crispy rice and beans. Okay. Rice and beans, sure. I didn't know what the crispy part meant. But I was like, there isn't much else here for me to choose from. Right. Because the other one's like, ch- uh, a single chicken thigh, fried.
1: <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I prefer dark meat, but just one? It was one. Like, not like eight?
0: No, one. Single. One chicken thigh,
1: like half the chicken, like the chicken's thighs and legs. No, oh, just just the thigh, <laughs> <line. laughs> not the leg, just the thigh. How much did that stupid thing cost?
0: <laughs> like five bucks for no. a chicken thigh. Now here's the, thing, the, the weird thing: is like for chicken thighs, you can get like a pack of five for like a dollar fifty. Yeah, they're making twenty five bucks off that dollar fifty. That's a nice return. Yeah. Anyway, so I Was get it the, like fried, like. It was it was, a, it was basically a fried chicken thigh. With,
1: it, it was like half a number one at Popeye's, yeah, it, but it, no was, fries. And
0: it wasn't even the boneless skinless. It was bone in with skin. like fried, I mean. Yeah, you got to fry it with skin, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's the best part. Yeah.
0: So my wife got that. She said it was great, by the way. I mean, I don't know if it was worth a 5 or $6 she paid for it, but whatever. But I get the, the crispy rice and beans. Mm-hmm. It's like... A skillet of rice and beans that they put in like the broiler on high so that it crisped some of the rice up and then they pulled it out. Is it burnt? No, I mean, it was golden ish. The problem is though, it now becomes like dried out rice and, and black beans. Right. Like, you, you just sucked all the moisture out of it. It's so, like, did you pick it up? It was like a disc. You could have, like, you could have literally gone in with a spatula, pulled it out, and put it on a plate in a puck form. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, so I'm eating it, I'm going, this is the, the blandest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Oh, wow. Like, no salt, pepper. Could you crisp it up by, like, deep frying it, maybe? It would have added some flavor to it. It was literally, like, the blandest rice with black beans. Black beans in and of itself don't really
1: have much taste either. No. And this is come from a guy who likes rice and beans. Because yeah, like, what makes dirty rice taste good? Right. The, the all the crap, the stuff they put in, and, and Dewey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It, I mean, but this was like dry rice and beans, hmm. and I'm like, how does this place stay open? Because I'm thinking like a you
1: know get a box of Zatarans red beans and rice. That's good. Dirty rice mix. That's good. That, Again, Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Dirt the the uh, red beans and rice. The best side they have.
0: In all honesty, if they would have just taken some white steamed rice and beans
1: and added some salt and pepper,
0: would have been ten times better than what I got.
1: Or some uh, what is that stuff I get? Um, Goya makes it adobo. Mm -hmm. Just a whole bunch of adobo on there, the Uh red with the pepper. There you go.
0: So here's it. But by now, by this time, it's like three in the afternoon because we already started late going to the first place for lunch that didn't have food. So now we're at the second place that's got the small plates. So I'm literally there choking down dry white rice and and black beans Mm -hmm. just choking it down like putting a mouthful in and then drinking water just to add moisture to it
1: (laughs) so i can get it down
0: (laughs) did they have like
1: a kid's menu you could have ordered from
0: they did and you want to know what i my daughter got the mac and cheese Mm -hmm. off the kid's menu it's probably the best thing they can yeah and i'm like i should have known like I should have had the mac and cheese. Of course, my my daughter's like, eh, "This is gross."
1: <laughs> uh, I'll eat that.
0: Yeah, and I did. <laughs> um, so that, but that was our experience up in hipster middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Um, nice town, though. But it's like, how do they fit that much hipster into a rural town? I, so, like, is it like a is it like a bat signal? Like a couple of them go out there, throw up a bat signal, and the rest like come colonies.
1: Out? Yeah, kind of. Like I but wonder they if, want to call everyone colonizers. Oh. But they're colonizing.
0: They are. They're 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 gentrification. Yeah. It, except without the gen part. Yeah. But there's probably someone wearing like, old people. Was
1: there anyone like with a handlebar mustache riding a unicycle? I didn't see one. Although I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Now the funny part with that it, it, speaking of the handlebar mustache. A bunch of shitty
0: tattoos and beards. There was a so without the mustache, that guy with the tattoos. And, and the full beard. Mm-hmm. No handlebar mustache. Yeah. But he was at the barn place. Like, he he was like the token tatted guy with the big beard. Right. That's at every single one of those barns. Yeah. Like, there's always one. There's like the guy, he like comes out of nowhere. He's always eating there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it might not be the same one, but they always have one. Right. It's like you have a
1: shift. Yeah. 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 You got to have one there. Right. Because like we that, have the hipster beard somewhere. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, Tyler called out. <laughs> oh, crap. What are we going to do? Yeah. see if Gavin's around right <laughs>
0: and then the but the thing with the the guy with the the handlebar mustache I make fun of that guy straight up I laugh at him but at the same time I'm like that's a sweet stash man like I think it looks so cool but like at the same time I'm like there's no way like why are you why are you doing that to yourself
1: yeah I don't know if I could do it I, mean, I keep Clean shave anyway, um, but because yeah. the only thing I hate more than shaving is having a beard. But like I. I- I'd have to talk like <laughs> all the time. I couldn't like just talk normal.
0: You gotta go, you gotta strap some, you gotta strap a dame to the road, road tracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll never they'll never stop me now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like with a choo choo train coming <laughs> down, the...
0: <laughs> with the big overly bright light and the steam coming out of yeah. the top of the train. Yeah,
1: man. Man. come get me. Like no, uh, I mean you'd have to do that at least once a week just to just to justify the mustache. Oh, probably just to annoy that. First of all, the mustache would annoy my wife anyway, (laughs) and then me going yeah all the time would like come on. We got to go to the train tracks. You know what time it is?
0: Yeah, it's time for our weekly train (laughs) episode. But uh, use the mark train. (laughs) 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 Honestly, use the kids' wooden train set. It works the same. Yeah,
1: yeah, or that plastic like fake roller coaster they had. Roll down the hill in the backyard.
0: Well, you mean the one that was left at the tot lot for like a year and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> the, the one where the,
0: like, for anyone who doesn't know, like, they make them these, the plastic ones. And it's like, it's, <laughs> yes, I just snorted because it's that funny.
1: It's got maybe 12 feet of track total.
0: It's two, two humps. You yeah. got two humps and a plastic ride-on thing. And kids love it for some reason.
1: So, <laughs> so our neighbors had one and we'd put it up in the, they put up in the backyard and we put the baby on it. What, well, you know, he was obviously walking. Like, he wasn't an infant. And by the way, you call he's four years old at this point, he's still the
0: baby, and you still call him the baby, yeah, just so people know. He's not really a baby, yeah, he's probably one of the chillest kids I've ever met in my life,
1: yeah, yeah. And but he's, but I mean, he'll be 25 years old, and you're gonna call him and you know, be 6'5 and weigh 240 pounds, they will be like the baby. So, um... <laughs> I'm going to be there. Like, stop calling him the baby. Yeah. He's a monster of a human being. Right. <laughs> He's playing for the ravens. <laughs> right. He's the baby.
0: <laughs> but, uh... That's <laughs> such a... That's such, uh, such a, like, a, a dad move, though. Yeah. You call him the, call him the baby, six five three fifty. <laughs> right. And everyone's looking
1: at you like, what? Do you have another kid here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are no, you talking about? That's him right there. Who oh, is? his baby. No, no, no. No, that... He the right. <laughs> oh his kid no no him <laughs> but we put and so you put that thing face like going downhill mm-hmm. so then they get the humps and then they hit the grass and they got speed and they go down that hill mm-hmm. and like just go right into the fence at right. the bottom and they loved it yeah like all the kids like their kids are they do it for hours I'm like this is great they'd put like three or four of them on it yeah um probably against all the safety labels <laughs> right but uh you know, those are suggestions. Only suggestions. And
0: the top, I mean, so it's like the 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 sign up at the the tot lab we got. <laughs> <They're
1: not> binding <laughs> suggestions. Yeah. yeah, choose to follow them or not.
0: Yeah, like I'll choose. bring,
1: I'll, I'll take a. It says no ball, like no ball playing or whatever. So my oldest won't doesn't go anywhere without some form of ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. Of course, the middle one's like, daddy, it says no balls. Like, it's against the law. It's like, those are really laws.
0: <laughs> That's a really loose term you're yeah. talking about with that sign. Yeah. Law. <laughs> mm, guideline. Sure.
1: Yeah. No one's enforcing that. <laughs> right. Like, who's going to enforce that? Right. Like, there's no HOA police running around. Are there? Oh, uh, I don't know. Mm. If you go to the HOA website, their Facebook page, <laughs> there might
0: be. There, there. There's some HOA police that aren't on the HOA. Yeah, <laughs> They they don't have the time to volunteer, but they got the time to tell people that they suck. Have <laughs>
1: <Right. laughs> you spent half as much time uh, actually helping that you do complaining? Uh, but, yeah, so after your escapades up there, did you end up anywhere else there? Or-
0: no, so we stayed up there. We, we stayed at the campground up there. Um, and for people that don't know, so it's a 35 Class A RV. So it's not camping. I mean, this is straight up glamping with, I mean, it's got the two slides. So it, it, you basically travel with like a 600 square foot apartment mm-hmm. that you just happen to, you know, throw jacks down. So it stabilizes when you get to where you're going. Um, <clears throat> we sleep four people in it. It's got air conditioning. It's got a, a microwave. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not roughing anything. <laughs> it's just like someone asked me the other day, like, well, my friend goes, we have friends that go tent camp my wife was like we should go with them they go tent camping i said do they expect me to tent camp <laughs> because if that's the
1: case the answer is no <laughs> yeah if i can go with the rv and they want to tent camp i'm perfectly fine with that right they can pop their tent right next to them with the rv Any,
0: whatever they want to do yeah i'm not my, my daughter was like can we go tent camping i was like
1: no like <laughs> you can, I can we are not
0: <laughs> and then and then my wife was like well we have a tent you can go sleep you can uh open up the tent in the backyard and go sleep and she was like daddy will you sleep with us in the backyard in the tent i said nope yeah i said i don't sleep on the ground <laughs> Like if i'm going so i'm sleeping in a bed yeah whether it's a hotel an rv whatever sleeping in a bed and, and no i'm not doing a blow-up air mattress on the ground sorry that ain't happening either yeah um think my, my daughter was so mortified like how quick the no came out she was like what? The pause like yeah. I'll let her do like I'll let them do anything yeah hey dad can we do this? yep <laughs> hey dad can we do this? yep <laughs> how about that? yep will you sleep on the ground in a tent outside? nope <laughs> that's like my, for whatever reason that's my line in the sand Yeah. just don't do it And I, I even as a kid I, like, I remember I tried to go tank camping one time went with a buddy of mine we drove a car up pitched the tent we left at like four or five in the morning we were both exhausted like why we went so early we never know get there put the tent up i i, I must have tried for like three hours trying to just catch a nap couldn't do it it was yeah. the most uncomfortable thing i ever did i don't see how people do this it's like the badge of honor well i slept outside under the stars yeah and you were uncomfortable you got a stiff neck and a broken back yeah. good for you yeah yeah people like, cavemen and Neanderthals did that so we don't have to.
1: Right. Were right. you, like, in the infantry? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> right. running, yeah. chasing the Nazis right. through Europe? Yeah. No. Oh, then what What was the reason right. for this? Right. Was this the American Civil War?
0: Yeah. No. Then I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, like, people suffered so I don't have to. Yeah. Right? I, I'm one of those people. Right. Like, like I appreciate their effort. Thank like, you. I could,
1: I mean, I have done it. I don't like it. Um. I could do it. Like I do it if if I have to. Like I, I do this uh um there's a guy that I know him through another dude and he does this it's this fundraising camp out. They have like monster trucks and stuff and I will take I've taken Logan and he enjoys it. But it's one night. Like and then I'm getting up. I don't sleep at all <laughs> and then I'm packing that thing up wet. I'm stuffing it into the bag it came in. Angry while you're doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Yell, yelling at kids for everything. Yeah, and then we are throwing it all back in the car, and I'm driving home, and I'm going to immediately go to sleep. Yeah. So if I find myself in
0: any type of bear grill situation, I, you might as well just kill me. Like I go ahead, you guys survive. I'll let the bear eat me. I just don't have the energy, the time, or the patience to run away from this thing. So you guys go ahead. I'll let it gnaw on my arm while you escape to safety.
1: Right, or try to strike a deal with the bear. Right. Like right. Love bear. Look, you don't want this. This is old. (laughs) It's tough. I know. It's gonna be chewing me for
0: out. You might break your jaw on a bone. Eh, You know. Look, what about the fish over there? It looks great. I hope you
1: find a fish. Let's
0: go find a fish. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sell it. (laughs) Can I get you a new car? (laughs) But yeah. So we yeah we went up there. It was a good time. Like we. Oddly enough, and we don't know. We were talking. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. For, for whatever reason, when we go to some of these more rural campgrounds, um, there's always like a uh, an old mine or like a cavern you can mm-hmm. go take a tour through. Okay. And for whatever reason, we just we go on these tours. Like, it's not like we're like we go there with the intent to go in, uh, into an old abandoned mine. We like just
1: happened to find one.
0: Like she, like she was just looking through and saying, "Hey, there's an old abandoned zinc mine. They have tours." You guys want to go? Kids are like, "No." I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> like, that sounds cool. <laughs> so, we like I remember the first time it was like a couple of years ago. We ended up going in like and, and and neither one of us can remember where we were when we did this. We don't remember the place, but it was but it was kind of like going through a Luray Caverns mm-hmm. that has like stalactites, stalagmites and all that. Yeah. Of it. Except it was like the poor man's version of it. Okay. It was like super tiny. Like the, the ground was there was no pavement on the, it was like, just right. Like, this would be like the hipster authentic cave. Rustic. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um But we went, uh, it was a really hot day, but in the mine or in the cave underground, it's like 50 degrees. Oh yeah. So it's super nice and cool down there. And we're like, okay, this is a good hot weather thing to do. And oddly enough, we just found it super interesting. And so did the kids. Mm-hmm because they get to touch like underground rocks yeah like the 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 places that put on the tours for some of these places do a really nice job with the kids um so we went into this old zinc mine up in pencil no up in new jersey it was like northern northwestern ish Mm -hmm. new jersey um an old abandoned zinc mine and they take you on the tour they take you underground like keep going keep going um and they put on like little exhibitions as you go through like and they, they got like little dummies up there, uh stages like old miners to show you like where they would have been and what they yeah. were doing and so they did a really really nice job and they got a museum set up and all. This, it, it's a it's now a tourist attraction it's not yeah. a working mine at all but we had a good time with it and it, the girls end up having a good time too like in the beginning they're like oh we don't want to do this again but no so we we did that we had a good time there um especially it was like it was like 98 degrees outside so to go in like a, a a mine that was like i think it was like 56 degrees all year round oh yeah so super nice inside oh sure yeah um and it killed like two three hours and then mm-hmm. afterwards we went and got dinner yeah we, we barely like that's another thing camp, like camping most people like camp out and like they cook and stuff and we cooked my wife cooks sometimes mm-hmm. the rest of the time we just take the car and we go we go, we go to a it like does
1: your out. rv have like a stove and a it does oven?
0: it's got it's got the it's got the convection microwave oven okay it's got three gas burners mm-hmm. that we've never used <laughs> But my, so we got the blackstone
1: grill oh i love i, I need one of those things
0: <clears throat> it i got to admit like i saw the price tag on one of these things i was like what are we doing here we got the cold we got the charcoal grill let's just use that yeah it's worth every penny. I mean, it's basically... It's a, you're getting
1: like a, a high-end flat-top grill. So I have a... So I've got two smokers in the back, on my deck. And I have a gas grill. I need a Blackstone. If I had that, I could just turn my kitchen into like the living room. Because I could yeah. do... Because the smokers are essentially ovens. Um, I don't have to add smoke. I can... Heat, warm them up like I would just like a regular oven. Right. And then the gas grill, I, I can cook meat and sear stuff. And then the Blackstone, I can do eggs, bacon, all that. What was what's really um, good on the Blackstone? Veggies. Yeah. So I've heard, like, you do, like, sausage and peppers on it. Uh, so cheese steaks. Yeah. I mean, even, like,
0: one thing I really like on it is uh, asparagus grilled on it. Okay. I, I like asparagus, though. But you do asparagus with, because... Uh, you got the oil, you got the, the top covered in, it's coated in the oil, mm-hmm. but then you put a little bit more, a little more oil, salt, yeah. pepper, let it grill on there for a while. And you put it off to the side, mm-hmm. let it do its thing while you're cooking everything else. Yeah. I mean, it, so it, I guess anyone who's, who's had experience as a short order cook knows how good a flat top griddle grill oh, yeah. is.
1: So I have yeah. a, a big electric griddle in my kitchen and it just stays on the countertop and I pretty much cook everything on it. hmm So I don't use pots and pans that much anymore unless I'm boiling water. But as far as like hamburgers or hot dogs, I throw them right on that. In the mornings I do my bacon and eggs, they go right on that. Mm -hmm. Grilled cheese, quesadillas, uh, burritos, whatever. Like I cook all kinds of stuff on that thing. Pancakes are great. Yeah. Because I can do six pancakes at one time. So uh, I'm a big fan. I'd like to – I almost just want to go and see if I can find a knockoff Blackstone. Um you no, know, like the Amazon special version. Yeah.
0: Well, I've looked for one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And none of them, none of them came with, like, the quality of the Blackstone. Yeah. Like, the cooktop on the Blackstone is heavy. Yeah. Like, it is, it is pure, like, high-quality metal.
1: Yeah, because I see them at, people bring them out to uh uh <clears throat> FedEx Field all the time. Yeah. And tailgate with them. Mm-hmm. And you'll have these, ta- like, especially a, a one o'clock kick. They'll get there real early and do breakfast. And then they'll cook lunch on it right before the game, before they go in. So, so it's, we, tr- I mean, our stays in the RV, yeah. And
0: it comes. It's basically three parts. So it's the, um, let's see, it's the base, mm-hmm. which basically just unfolds and yeah. looks like a sawhorse, basically. Then, the 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 propane part of it with the burners and stuff, yeah. fits into the holes in there uh with the lid and then you put the the griddle inside that yep and that's it yeah it's easy to break down and set up mm-hmm. or and and then we usually just take the camping propane tanks okay the little green bottles and that's what we use now you can take you can adjust that and you can connect it to a
1: full-size propane tank so it run off like the regular one i use for my smoker yes. or a gas grill. absolutely you okay. can use one
0: yeah they have an adapter for it yeah uh we just happen to have the the small canister adapter yeah on. um but, yeah, like, so, like, if we were ever going to take that RV to go, like, tailgated at, at a Navy game, mm-hmm. we could have the Blackstone with us. Oh, yeah. And we were actually, we were trying to figure out what else we could do with that. Because, mm-hmm. like, we don't go camping all that often. But it's nice to have. Put it in and, your garage. I'm fit. Once you redo your garage, it'll fit. Well, I have it well, <laughs> still won't fit. The door's not big enough. I can't get it down the street without scratching the shit out of it because the trees overhang way too much. But
1: Oh, you like, know, I'm talking about the Blackstone Grill. I, oh, you're talking the, about oh, the whole RV. I'm talking about the RV. <laughs> uh, so we, we we were hoping. like I'm like, how big is this Blackstone Grill that won't fit your
0: garage, <laughs> right? We <laughs> <laughs> So what we were thinking about doing is. We were gonna think about uh, a Navy game, a home Navy game, mm-hmm. where we could go and park it in the parking lot and tailgate. Oh yeah, because we were talking about we've been talking about going to a Navy football game for for a while. Now. I have
1: never been to one. Neither have I. And I've lived here for 13 years now. Yeah. Well, more if you count the 15. If you count the, the two years I lived actually in Annapolis, right? So I, I we were we were just kind of casually talking about it.
0: like we were wondering like would people want to go to a navy game and if people didn't want to go to the game would they just come and tailgate and watch the game at the rv because we got tvs on the rv yeah outside of like we've got the door that opens and there's a tv there yeah so people that didn't want to go in the game could just hang out of the rv mm-hmm. we bring our own bathroom so you don't got to use porta potties yeah i mean so i think we're going to try and do that one that gonna, sounds like fun i i think it'd be fun yeah. even if i don't like i don't know if i'd want to go in and see the game i think i kind of would though because like I, I don't like live football for me football's like, better on tv right I, the commercial like i, I never realized when you're in the stadium the commercial breaks that i can usually get up go to the bathroom or do whatever move i can move around i can get some food i can do whatever yeah. i want well in the stadium it's just dead time mm-hmm. like there's nothing to watch there's no commercials there's no you can't flip channels you can't it's a hassle to go to the bathroom and wait in line for the bathroom or whatever or or wait in line for food so for me live football kind of got in my back of my mind like "Eh, i really don't want to know i don't know if i want to go do that again but i would certainly sit in a nice comfortable camping chair outside in the parking lot yeah while other people went in and we just all drove home
1: (laughs) yeah no i i'd like to go in to see mainly for the boys but also, there's a lot of pageantry that goes on, like when the when the the mids march in, and yeah. um, you know they have the chance they do, and that's part uh, of why I,
0: if I, I want to go at least once,
1: yeah, just to see it. And
0: if we can make it a good time before and after, oh why, yeah, why not, right? Yeah, so I think that's one thing we're going to try and do
1: this year. Um, just we're going to try and pick a weekend that they're home. Yeah, a nice like crisp fall, not too cold, right? Not like freeze your butt off cold, but right. like. You know, maybe some, you know, a little a little chill in the air, like the high fifties, low sixties, yeah, or maybe even mid sixties. It one of those days where in the morning you're glad you have your hoodie, yep, and then in the afternoon you take it off in the sun. But if you're in the shade, you still want to have it on. And we
0: got the cornhole boards. Yeah, I got we got a separate set of cornhole boards that stay in that RV. Okay, so we got one <clears throat> the corn the cornhole boards we have at the house are Maryland flags with crabs in the middle. Mm-hmm. The ones in the RV there's a, a Ravens one. Okay, and an Orioles one, right? And then we've got the purple and the orange bags. Yeah, and that's our RV set. Yep. So we could have the RV, the Blackstone, the TV's running. Oh yeah, and just bring a bunch of food. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a heck of a time. Oh me too. And people, people are probably out there listening, and being like, Man, I do that every Sunday. I don't. Uh, yeah, I just haven't done it. I got. I just
1: want. I want to try it. And yeah, well, I've always like. NFL games, I have more fun staying outside. Yeah. I've gone to games with a ticket and not even gone in. Because, like, my ticket usually sucks anyway. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, I could watch this game from, like, I'm looking down on the football and if I look outside the stadium, I'm looking down on helicopters or I, that are flying. Right. Or I could just stay out here and drink this 30-pack I brought with me. Yeah. And watch the game on TV, you know. Yeah, I, 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 that whole the whole dead air time
0: with all the commercials and stuff, you don't realize how like there's literally nothing going on in the stadium. Yeah, but you, they're, but they're not entertaining you yeah. in there.
1: I mean, sometimes they'll have like the cheerleaders dance, or they'll do like at least at, at you know say a a hockey game, they'll have different little contests, and they play the music. Like the Capitals right. will do, like the you know um, unleash the fury and things like that. that stuff's fun. Yeah. Um, NFL games, they have their things that they do, but the players are just standing around, yeah. and you know the it's not enough time. You're right; it's not enough time. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to wait in line to get some food. You gotta wait in line. You gotta spend you know seventy eight dollars for uh, you know some popcorn and a beer. Yeah. So yeah, I and plus I just think. The other thing with live football, there's no yellow line, right? Right. So there's you, no there's no line. Like, oh yeah, that was a first out. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even close. Because depending on right. the parallax, like where you are with the in relation to the ball and stuff, it looks like it went across. And yep. you know, um, I remember when I took took the my oldest to see your nephew play in that game. Yeah, he was he's like, Dad, where's the line? I said, What line? <laughs> so the yellow line? I said, That's only on the TV, dude. Right. <laughs> you know. But he's not, he doesn't, you know, he'd only seen them on, on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So that's
0: definitely one thing. I want to go to a Navy game and then we're, we're kind of coming close on time. But since we're talking about sports and we're both Orioles fans Mm -hmm. and right now, believe it or not, the Orioles are in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Like, well, they're like. Knee deep in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. This isn't like they're barely in it. Um, I think they're in. I think they're in contention for the third wild card spot. I forgot how many they have now. Um, I think it's three. Right? Is it three? So it's three wild cards and three division winners. Is that what that is? Yes. Um, and the Orioles, right now, believe it or not. Are above five hundred, yeah. And before before people scoff at five hundred, they're right now above the Boston Red Sox mm-hmm. in the standings. By the way, suck it, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got that in. Yeah. I probably brought this up
1: just to say that. But see, the the thing is, if you took the Orioles, so the Yankees are a juggernaut right now. Yeah, I mean they're six. They have sixty six wins. Right. Um Houston's close with 64. Yep. The Mets the Mets are actually starting to 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 crap out a little bit. Um but if, you know, if the Orioles played in the uh the AL Central, they'd be in second place. Right. You know, and then you'd also have to take into account that their schedule was front-loaded against the Yankees, mm-hmm. so that series they played is their last one until they close out against them. I think the Yankees' last home series is against Baltimore in September. Yeah. So that schedule was front-loaded. So if you were to take out some of those games that they had to play New York, I mean, you're you're looking at at a uh, at a team that's probably leading the uh, the AL Central.
0: But, um, but the other they, thing is,
1: they're not supposed to be here right now. No, this this
0: is a year ahead of schedule, by far. Yeah, or maybe even two years ahead of schedule. Yeah. Now the funny, so I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but there was a book called Astroball that was mm-hmm. written, and the reason why that's significant is because um, Michael Elias and sigmadal Michael Elias is the Orioles GM. He brought Sigmundel from the Astros with him. They worked for the Astros when they did their rebuild. Yeah, they're following the exact playbook yeah. that the Astros did, and the Astros made it one year early
1: mm-hmm.
0: and won the World Series, or maybe they came close and lost, and then won it the next year. But either way, they the Orioles have followed the exact trajectory that the Astros did. Yeah, they lost a hundred games, I think, three seasons in a row. Yep, and then that fourth season, they started to turn it around. And I remember when the Astros made the playoffs that one of those years, everyone was like, "What? What do you mean the Astros? Yeah, like they came up and, and nobody knew knew what happened. Yeah, um, but they had their young nucleus that came up through the system, and then they threw in two veterans. Yeah, it was Carlos Beltran mm-hmm. and Justin Verlander. Yeah. Well, right now everyone is wondering if the Orioles are going to trade Trey Mancini. Yeah. The good thing, the thing with Carlos Beltran was he was an outfielder. So he could play the outfield and hit. Right now, Trey's a first baseman who can't play first base because of Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah. And they can't really DH him because I think they've got an extra outfielder right now mm-hmm. that they're trying to get at bats for. And they want Adley Rushman to DH when he's not catching. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how do you get Trey's at bats? Because he can still hit. The guy's hitting, I think, two two 298 or something like that. Yeah. So the guy can still hit, but he doesn't have a position. Even in the AL, I mean, well, I guess there's a DH in all across baseball now. Um, but no, because he's not a great outfielder, like they have a hard time putting him in right field. Yeah, it's like okay, do you trade him to try and get some assets for him, or do you? He's such a glue guy on that team. He's one of the veterans that they would have kept in Houston, right? Because he can still hit, and he's a good. Uh, influence on the young guys. Mm-hmm. Per, it, the thing for me is, if you trade him, I mean, he's in the last year of his deal. He's on an arbitration year deal.
1: Did they? Did they sign him to a one-year extension? It,
0: they signed him. He was due for arbitration, but they settled. They they came to an agreement on a okay. one-year deal. So, he's not going to bring anything of value back. Yep. Because no one's going to pay top dollar for a three-month rental. Mm-hmm. So. And the Orioles only want high value prospects back, yeah. Because what are you going to do? You're going you're to trade for two single A mid level prospects when you got a farm system, farm system loaded with prospects better than what you'd get back anyway, right? So why not keep them and let them be the good influence on the on the clubhouse? Mm-hmm. Now I think it's gonna. I think they're going to trade them anyway, but because
1: I'm, man wasn't Mancini was there for Buck Showalters last year, wasn't he? I think he was there for a couple years. Before.
0: Yeah. Um, he was he was there during the last playoff run, wasn't he? He would have been really new, like the butt end of yeah yeah, yeah. like two thousand sixteen. I oh know maybe he wasn't because in two thousand sixteen he was in Bowie. Yeah, so maybe not. But he was still he was there with Adam Jones and, mm-hmm. and some of those guys before they moved on. Yeah, um, the Trumbos and the Davises. Yeah, he dude. was with them, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, you can tell even on like the sports talk radio though. The town is starting to come back alive with the Orioles. Oh, yeah. Um, Whether people want to go to Camden Yards or not, because of the crime down there, kind of irrelevant. Camden Yards is a draw in itself. Yeah. Um, So as long as people can remain safe around the stadium. The
1: immediate vicinity of.
0: Yeah. uh, Along with the parking. You know what I mean? Like, I told you about the experience we had when we went down to Little Italy. And they were driving toward like northern Balt- like north central downtown Baltimore to the mm-hmm. Hippodrome, and we saw like the the guy on the bike get slapped by a kid on a scooter, yeah, for no reason whatsoever, like mm-hmm. just driving by and slap him. yeah. <laughs> um, like so, other parts of the city aren't that safe, but around there, as long as people can go park and get to the stadium and feel relatively safe. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go because Cannon Yard's is the draw, and if the yeah. Orioles are good, that's even better. Yep. But the team's young; they're exciting now. Yeah. Even when they lose, they're playing hard. Oh yeah. It's it's. I kind of equate it to the Ravens. The, and everyone bump like they get on Lamar's case. Oh, you can't win a Super Bowl with them. He he's not good enough. He's not a top ten quarterback. You want to know something though? When he's on the field. It's exciting to watch the game. Yeah. And I, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. When Lamar's playing football for the Baltimore Ravens, I'm going to watch because it's exciting. Yeah. Let's say they go 9-7. and seven, or I guess now it can be 9-8 because they got the extra game. They don't make the playoffs. But I guarantee in all those games, I was entertained mm-hmm. because of him. Yeah therefore for and everyone's like well he's not worth the deshaun Jackson or the 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 deshaun watson money he's not worth the kyler murray money because kyler murray just got paid to be the second highest paid quarterback in the league even though he hasn't won a playoff game either although lamar's won a playoff game and a league mvp everyone's like oh you shouldn't pay him he's not that good of a quarterback i don't care he's entertaining
1: yeah
0: i'm here to be entertained well i would like to win a super bowl Mm -hmm. yeah but I'm here to be entertained. But
1: look at all those years they they want you know, people watch the Falcons because of Michael Vick, right? And then later when he they watch the Eagles because of Michael Vick. Yep, um, <clears throat> Donovan McNabb was another one that they want you know because the it's 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 fun to watch. What's right. this guy going to do? You know, so or what about like the Houston <clears throat> Oilers
0: when it was the running gun mm-hmm. with Warren Moon as a the quarterback? They didn't win a Super Bowl yeah but people watched it because it was the running gun it was exciting yep you know i mean the rams are a similar case except for the rams won a super bowl with the same style offense you know but it was an exciting offense it's exciting yeah. to watch people yeah. want to be entertained
1: yeah
0: i mean so it, my I, and right now the orioles are kind of that they're young they're exciting to watch yeah it's not the garbage of the hundred lost seasons we've been seeing oh right so the fervor is starting to come back for the for the Orioles again. People are talking about them. They're still talking about them now. Like mm-hmm. Right now, this would have been prime Ravens time. Oh, yeah. All the old season's coming up. We're in minicamp. Yeah. You know, talk, literally talking about a minicamp over an in-season major league team. Yeah. Um, but there's another. I mean, there's they're, even on sports radio, they got full segments. Sometimes even full shows talking about Orioles. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, when I listen to 105.7 going into work, you know, I have about a 40-minute ride, and... They t- the entire time they talk about the Orioles. Yeah, they'll throw some raven stuff in there, <laughs> um, but you know, and I think I think bringing up Adley Rushman really brought a lot of uh, you know people call it Adley Day. Yeah, it was a turning point. Yeah, and he, he, their bullpens doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think they can use help with the the starting.
0: Their starting pitching has been yeah. good though,
1: but surprisingly if, so. Yeah, but here's the thing: you can go to any. Even the Mets, which, if you look at them, you think the Mets might have the most stacked starters if they're all healthy. Right. Because they've got Scherzer, um, DeGrom. Is he actually pitching? DeGrom. Or? And then who's the guy they call Thor? Syndergaard. Yeah. Any one of those dudes is an ace on any other team. Right. That's their, And they've got three of them. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but if you were to ask the Mets, hey, you want, uh, you can pick up. Um, you know, Kershaw or Verlander or one th- you don't think they would do it. Right. Any team would, you know, yeah. so, uh, if they had the money for it, but you know, those, so I think they could, cause their starters have kind of, um, I don't think they've recorded a win since like July 4th or something like that.
0: No, but it, yeah, the pitch, the starting pitch has definitely fallen off, but in the beginning of the year, it's what held them like held them upright for a while. Um, The the unfortunate part was, so John Means got hurt in the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. He was scheduled to be their number one. He's not a real number one, but he was going to be the O's number one. Yeah. He gets hurt out for the year. Grayson Rodriguez, the number one pick from a couple years ago, he was supposed to come up right before he gets called up out for the year. Yeah. With an injury. So that's two down. Yep. Their number three guy was Kyle Bratton. He's up. He's pitching. This is his get acquainted year for the most part to the major leagues. D.L. Hall.
1: D.L. Hall still...
0: He's in Norfolk still. Yeah. And I like D.L.
1: Hall. Well, um,
0: it, it turned out D.L. Hall was tipping his pitches. So he had a rough month of like five with like, I think it was five or six starts. in mm-hmm. Norfolk, they they finally figured out he was tipping his pitches. So everyone knew it was coming.
1: Uh-huh. And he
0: even, he said, he's like, it's like they know what I'm throwing. Yeah. And so they went back through the video and they found that he was, he was tipping his pitches. Mm-hmm. And the five starts since... He, he's changed his delivery. I think his ERA is like under two. Yeah. It's like one and a half. He had 49 strikeouts to eight walks. Yeah. Which for him is ridiculous. Yeah. Because he was, he he was a, he's a swing and miss guy, but he mm-hmm. also had
1: issues with his, with his uh, location. Yeah. Well, because I remember watching him pitching Billy <laughs> and, um, I mean, he was, he was, you know, high nineties on the gun, but, as a lefty less. Yeah, but his stuff was all over the place. Yeah,
0: but if he's got that if he was getting hit because he was tipping pitches and he figured that out and he mm-hmm. changed his delivery and that's what he had to do. Yeah. He's going to be a monster of a pitcher. Yeah. Now, everyone's like, "Well, he should be up now. He should be up now." Well, if he's only had 5 starts with a new delivery to hide his ball so that he's not tipping the pitches, yeah. You got to give him more he, he's probably down there to to work on his he, he had to have changed something in his delivery, so he's not showing the pitch anymore. Yep. So he's not tipping it. You don't want to work on that in the majors. No. <laughs> you, you want to make sure you've got that new delivery and you're hiding your ball mm-hmm. before you get to the majors because if you don't, they'll figure you out. Yeah. So for everyone, like all these people are clamoring for it. I, I don't think the Orioles are going to go for the playoffs. If they make it, I think they'll be happy they're in as a wild card. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to make moves this year to get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. this is not the year that they were meant to be in there.
1: Yeah, do you remember? I think it was twenty. It was either thirteen or fourteen when they they went in on the wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think they lost, and then the next year they won the AL East. Yep. Um, so it, it's nice to be excited about Orioles baseball. Yep. Um, because as a fan base, we've kind of <laughs> suffered through some. Some And I thought I thought the team was almost there during that 13 to 16 time period. Yeah. And, you know, then they just blew it up. Um Well, that, that, that Chris
0: Davis deal killed them. Yeah. And then the Trumbo deal. Yeah. Those two, it was funny. I, I remember, so they got rid of, they let Nelson Cruz walk over an extra fourth year, which by the way, the guy's still playing baseball. Yeah. And they've tried to replace him with Mark Trumbo. Mark mm-hmm. Trumbo had one decent year. Yep, cashed in, just like Chris Davis did. Yeah. So then they had those two huge contracts, and two guys that couldn't hit over two two twenty. Oh yeah. And I think they kind of realized like, we screwed this up. Yeah. Let's blow it up. Yep. And that's when they traded Gosman away. They traded Bundy away. Mm-hmm. And they were getting the prospects. They set up that. But now they've set up the academy in the Dominican Republic. mm Hmm uh they started spending money on whether international players yeah which they 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 literally used to trade away that international money for like rule five guys (laughs) like they were trading away for nothing because they didn't want to spend they didn't have an academy in the in the latin countries Mm -hmm. and they just didn't have the scouting they they didn't pay for it so i think when michael Elias came over he's like look here's our blueprint this is what you're gonna have to do Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you can either spend the money and do it or i'm not coming Yeah, and I think the and and this is when John Angelos started to take over from his dad Peter, Mm -hmm. and John was like, John was into the baseball team, and I mean, you can tell he's more into the baseball than his dad was. Yeah, his dad he owned the team; it was a cash cow for him. Mm -hmm. John Angelos seems to enjoy baseball. Yeah, and he's doing what's needed to be done. He put the money into the into the Dominican Academy. In a couple of years, they'll start producing prospects out of that. They're using their international money to sign these international kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to start pr- getting products out of that. They're getting <coughs> they're they're drafting kids that are actually now coming through the system. Yep. Rather than stalling now, I think that's got to do with their minor league coaching system down there mm-hmm. because they've taken some mediocre prospects and turned them into much better prospects. Yeah. Just by the way they're coaching them up. And I always thought that was an issue. It's like, look, how are you drafting some of these kids like a Gosman or a Bundy or who's the guy that went to the Cubs and won a Cy Young? Um,
1: was Arietta? Yes. Yeah.
0: Jake Arietta. Like yeah. that guy was a highly touted prospect, came up through Baltimore, stunk. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Goes to Chicago and wins a Cy Young. Yeah. Like to me, that's horrible coaching throughout the Orioles system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That you had a Cy Young winner, In, yeah, and you couldn't make him a Cy Young winner. Yeah, someone else did. Someone yeah. turned your trash and turned it into gold. Yeah, you. To me, that it, that signified that the Orioles needed to blow up their entire minor league system, and th- and they did. Yeah. That's what happened. Because I mean, Dylan Bundy was a number one pick, mm-hmm. and he's out with the Angels. Just not doing much. Yeah. Gosman was a high pick, came to the Orioles, got traded to Atlanta after two or three years mm-hmm. when they started to blow up everything. Yeah. I think he's with Toronto now. Is, yep. is
1: he Toronto? With I the think Toronto. And
0: he's having a hell of a season. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who's stuck around and yeah. been a major league starter.
1: Yeah. Then they had Zach Britton, who ended up with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, he
0: actually did worse with the Yankees than he yeah. did
1: with us. And then they had, uh, I used to love Darren O'Day. Yeah. It's sidearm. Uh,
0: the chant, oh, dang, Yeah. Day.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Unoriginal, I don't care. It was yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that sidearm delivery, like, he'd come out to close and, you know. But that's when they were good. Yeah. And for the couple of years, they were good. Yeah. So, but they went and blew all their money on sexy home run hitters when they should have been spending that money on starting pitching. Because that was the Ubaldo. I'd, I'd turn a game on and see Ubaldo pitching. I would just change it. The, <laughs> weird,
0: the weirdest thing is though. So Obaldo came from Colorado, mm-hmm. and f- somehow, some way, that guy put a couple of good years together in Colorado as a starting pitcher. Yeah. So they thought, okay, we're going to bring him to the American League East. We'll get him out of Colorado. His ERA should go down, right? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> came to the American League East and they pounded the crap out of him. Oh yeah. Because no one really realized how bad the National League West was at the time. Yeah. That you could go play in Colorado. And be a good pitcher. And, and, and <laughs> you would seem really good. Yeah. Meanwhile, you are playing against a Dodgers team who wasn't very good at the time. Mm-hmm. The Arizona Diamondbacks were garbage. Yeah. And what, the Giants? That was a lean year for the, yeah. lean years for the Giants, too. Like, Colorado was a team. Yeah. And they bid on that hard. Mm-hmm. And they gave him four years and some money. Yeah. And, and, and I wow. liked
1: that when they had Wei and Chen. I liked him. But then they tra- they let him go.
0: The Aggies, They traded him the Yankees, didn't they? I
1: don't remember where he went.
0: But uh, he flamed out though. Wherever he went, yeah. Never heard of him again. Yeah. But, so well, this was definitely a hodgepodge of an episode.
1: Yeah, we kind of bounced around, but that's
0: that's all right. It seems to be what we do. Yeah. So well, thank you for listening. Um, leave some comments if you want to talk Orioles or camping or glamping or uh, or whatever. Uh, why can't they? The bus boys and poets, people. Uh, what's the what's the what's the thing I'm trying to think of? What, hipsters. Hipsters. You want to talk <laughs> about hipsters? Put that put that in the comment too. Um, but thank you for listening. The drivewaybeerspodcast.com dot uh, Go get yourself a private internet access link. Go click on that on the on the website and listen on any podcast platform you like. And we'll talk
1: to you next time.